time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you today. A day we are recording this Saturday, uh, about 11.20 a.m. Pacific time. And I am so pumped because we have done 18. Uh, this would be 17. 17 of these bad boys, these preview and prediction shows. And it's just fun. We've already done the Cardinals once whenever we destroyed them in Mexico City, which was awesome. And here's what's crazy about that. The Cardinals have not won since the 49ers destroyed them in Mexico City. And the four, I'm sorry, the 49ers have not lost since we destroyed them. And the Cardinals have not won. You are talking about two diametrically opposed teams going in complete different directions, right? Kyle Shanahan is almost like even Steven for Coach of the Year on a lot of the betting odds. And seems like this is probably going to be Cliff Kingsbury's last game ever as an NFL head coach. I don't think there's any chance um, he gets another opportunity. Now, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, that the Cardinals are dumb enough to keep this guy around for an extra year. Um, I mean, he's just terrible. He's just terrible. He's a bad coach. And we'll dive into some of the numbers. We're going to get into, you know, everything the Cardinals are going through, what their offensive, defensive ranks are, matchups to watch out for, tendencies between both teams, which we 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 dive into the Cardinals all the time. But it's almost like this is not the Cardinals at all because there are so many injuries. I, I, I would be willing to bet the Cardinals are the most injured team in the NFL, which is weird because usually when the 49ers are at this point in the season, they are by far the most injured team uh, in, in the NFL. But that's not true this year. You are getting so many players back, and we're going to detail that. So now before we jump into some more, I do want to just real quick say, hey, if you're a religious person, prayer person, just put um, Clayton, our executive producer, um, and his girlfriend in your thoughts and prayers. There is some medical stuff going on. We love them, everything that they do for us. And if we're anything, we're a community of positivity. So send all that out as best you guys can. Uh, they are the best. They're the absolute best. We love them. So what is on the line? In this game, well, for the 49ers, it's a lot because you can still finish as the number one seed, not very likely, but possible. You're you're the two seed right now, but if you lose, probably going to be the three seed. So a home-represented playoff game in the divisional round seems to be on the line here. Very, very important. Cardinals, they're trying to keep their jobs. Uh, th these are, it's bad, man. It's bad. Daryl, what's up, my friend? Appreciate the super chat. He says, JC is a grinder. Love the dedication. Uh, yeah, I was talking with somebody just minutes ago before we went live. That's starting, you know, 49ers content creator. And I love it, man. It, the more, the merrier. There's plenty of seats at the table. I'm not one of those people that sees others as competition. I don't. And, you know, he asked, like, what's the number one thing you would recommend? I said, one, consistency is key. Two, have fun. If you don't enjoy it, you ain't going to last. This is year seven for us. We're on year seven. We've been here for a minute now, uh, thanks to people like Daryl, by the way. And so consistency and fun. And I tell people all the time, if you're not having a good time recording, guess what? 
people recording or listening to you, they're not going to be having fun either. Like, I'm a nerd, and so I appeal to the nerd people. That's you guys, and I love you for it. Um, but, yeah, you got you to gotta enjoy this. If not, what are we doing, right? Uh, what are we doing? So, a lot going on between these two teams, and let's get to know. Let's go through this. The Cardinals are in dead last place in the NFC West, which is a challenge. The I don't know how you rank this. The Rams have surpassed uh, the Cardinals in rankings, uh, in standings, which is crazy because the Rams suck. Um, anyway, so they're four and twelve. Listen to we're going order of their season. Lost to Chiefs by twenty three to start. Ooh, <coughs> excuse me, not good. They beat the Raiders by six. Lost to the Rams by eight. Beat the Panthers by ten. Lost the Eagles by three. Probably their best game of the year was just playing close to the Eagles. Like when you're four and twelve, you've got to take some of these. What do you call them? Symbolic victories because you can't get an actual victory. That would be it. Um, and then you you could stay with it, but they just keep losing. And again, you go back to the Mexico City game. 49ers beat them by twenty eight. Twenty eight. They haven't won since. They haven't won since. Now, back to the 49ers. This number one seed is huge. Listen to the coach. I think it's real important. I mean, our first goal is to get in the playoffs. Um, call it the tournament, and once you get there, you always have a chance for your ultimate goal. And everything about once you do get there is positioning yourself the best way you can. And, you know, we don't know until we come in, but them just telling us, being able to tell the, the team that right now that we have the two seed, if we can take care of business. I know that fires the guys up. And, um you know, I think with Philly losing, it sounds like we got a chance at the other one too. So um, our playoffs just started a long time ago is the way we look at it, and um, we're going to keep it going. So for the people that keep like messaging me and DM and putting it out there on social media, man, the 49ers need to rest everybody. It's not happening. It's not happening. Not just because of the one seed, but because you don't want that three seed. That two seed is so important. It's huge. So... The 49ers are going to play this game now, and we'll talk about this later. Halftime, you could adjust. First half, no adjustments. And you're telling your team all throughout practice this week, look, this is full go. We might take our you know, foot off the gas pedal in the third or fourth quarter, but this full go. You want rest? You better blow this team out early. Now, if we look at the Cardinals, oh, my gosh. They, they just – it's – it's just as bad as it could be as far as just how far they've fallen. 29th out of 32 teams. 29th in points allowed. They're giving up 25.7 points per game. 21st in points scored, scoring 20 points per game. But that's not even recent. Like, they've been so bad recently. You look at the pro football rankings of their offense and overall and all that. So overall, they're 30th. Offense, 30th. Defense, 25th. Special teams, ninth. Okay, so they got something there. But you have an offensive-minded head coach. Offense trash, bro. And you can say, oh, well, their quarterback's hurt. Well, so is ours. Well, their backup quarterback's hurt. Uh, so is ours. Two teams going in different directions because one team actually has an offensive, quote-unquote, genius making plays, calling plays. Defensively, you lost both your defensive tackles, uh, you know, your number two corner. Otherwise than that, you've been pretty healthy. But these two teams are just going in different ways. And again, just to put into perspective, here's the PFF ranks on the 49ers. Overall, two. 
offense fourth, defense second, special teams twenty first. It's 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 not close. Now, if we look at the head coach Cliff Kingsbury, um, <laughs> twenty eight and thirty six and one. That's his career record. Zero and one in the postseason. Uh, this is fourth season as the Cardinals head coach. I love that he's been there four years. Like everybody on the outside looking in can recognize how bad of a head coach, how bad of a leader he is. It's just not good. Kyle Murray's yelling at him. Uh, they're arguing. If you watch Hard Knocks, it's 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 hilarious. But the Cardinals are just a bad franchise. That's just all there is to it. Um, now they just signed him. This is the funniest part to a six year extension. Six years. He's signed through 2027. Now, that money doesn't go against the cap or whatever else. And so if he does get fired, then guess what? It, like, it's just money out of the owner's pocket. It doesn't hurt them long-term financially. Just the owner. Bidwell. Um, Shanahan is 4-3 and three against them. Shanahan struggled against them um, early on whenever he first came in. But the roster just got worse and worse. Um, Steve Kahn's terrible. Terrible. Um, and if you want to see the breakdown, we put it up on Patreon. Shout out to Ant and the Cutback Crew. Um, breaking down film of David Blau. So if you want to see, that's their quarterback. I know everybody's like, who? Yeah, David Blau's their quarterback this week. Um, the the old David Blau Brock Purdy matchup that we all predicted um, to end the season. But it's still going to be fun. Now injuries are huge on both sides of the ball. Them way more than us. Players that we out. Dre Greenlaw is not going to play. His back, you know, Kyle Shanahan, they asked, like, hey, if this was the playoffs, would Greenlaw have had a shot? He said, well, we would have had to ramp him up and practice earlier in the week. So that would have been huge. So the plan all along was he's taking this week off. But what I'm really excited about is Oren Burks. He's the number five player for our defense on the year. According to Pro Football Focus, he's played 131 snaps. He's been great. He came in, he played like five snaps last week, was the number one player. Played five snaps, had three tackles. Um, Tommy, he says, Blau will not be Stidham tomorrow. It's funny, as I was writing this whole thing, I was like, man, I feel like I've said all these things before about a quarterback. And it was Jared Stidham last week. Dude came out and balled out, to say the least. Um, I, I just... I don't see it happening again. I could be wrong. NFL does some weird stuff. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We have the largest point spread of any game this week, 14 points tied with the Eagles. But and the Eagles, the Giants playing the Eagles are resting their starters, and we're at the same thing. Um, and so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, Ambry Thomas is out. Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead are questionable. They both got sick. Um which seems to be going around right now. It's, it's that time of year. I think both will play. The good news is the questionable status has nothing to do with Javon Kinlaw's knee. So that's huge. Um, hopefully he gets better. That'd be nice. Kevin Givens is out. Aaron Banks is out. So we're going to see Daniel Brunskill out there again. I do think it will be interesting. We, we talked about this on our bonus episode over on Patreon. So if you haven't joined our Patreon yet, strongly recommend it. It is huge. It is the lifeblood of this show. It allows us – we put way more content on Patreon than we do here. Uh, this is how I feed my family. And if you haven't yet, best way to support the show, it's easy, right here, patreon.com. 
All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. All right, so if you haven't done it yet, that's the number one thing. And if you haven't, I'll throw this out there. Sign up. You don't like it. Guess what? Money back guaranteed. And we've got a little extra bonus this week because we're going to be hanging out. After the game, after our post-game live show, we're doing a, a hangout Zoom session where I hear from you. It's going to be a blast. And we're going to be watching the Green Bay uh, Lions game as it's going on. So we're going to be watching that game together. It's going to be around 6.15 p.m. Uh, because, again, i got to finish the post-game show, then load it, and then we're going to be setting the Zoom session. So uh, just about 10 to 15 minutes after we end our post-game show, after the game's over, we're going to be hanging out. And we'll be watching the game together, sharing your thoughts, talking about playoffs, talking about playoff seedings, all that stuff. That's only available over on Patreon, Jerry Rice tier, and up. If you want to take part of that, it's going to be a blast. Those are, they're kind of my favorite times of the year there's no doubt about it it's just too fun hanging out with people and getting to know people's stories it's a blast so if you haven't made it i'm telling you right now check it out you can watch the game and hang out with us so having said that let's get to the cardinals injuries oh my gosh i spent maybe an hour this morning just going through original roster week one for the cardinals injured reserve players that are out yikes it just got worse and worse uh, they're the most injured team in the NFL, as far as I could tell. Listen to this. This is probably the scariest metric I could find. 19 players for the Cardinals are on injured reserve. You only got 53. 19 are on injured re reserve. They have, from their original projected starters this offense, like uh, this offseason, like who they wanted to start on offense and defense. You only got 11 on each side. This is scary. Eight of their original starters or projected starters are out on offense. They only have three. They only have three original starters. On offense, their original starters that they still have, right guard Will Hernandez, right tackle Beecham, and Marquise Brown. That's it. That's it. Three. Out of 11, eight are out. Now, if we go to defense, guess what? 11 starters, they only got three there, too. They, they are destroyed. J.J. Watt. Uh, their defensive tackle, uh, Fotu, and Simmons. That's it. That's it. So they have three original starters on defense, three original starters on offense. That's it. Now, if you want to look at positions, I always talk about stacking injuries. They've done it in spades. They have five defensive backs out. They are starting corners I have never heard about. Never. Uh, like Jace Whitaker. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to him at all. I don't know who that guy is. I do draft work nonstop. He's an undrafted free agent from the Arizona Wildcats. Uh, like, no clue who that dude was. Go to the other side. Christian Matthew. Valdosta State, seventh round pick this year. 
pick just a couple spots ahead of Brock Purdy. He's their starting outside. Those are their starting outside corners. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to really go through all of the, the guys that are out, but I'll just do it real quick. These are the recent ones. Zayvon Collins, first-round linebacker, out. James Conner, uh, who's had he's been the Niners beater, um, he's out. Robbie Anderson, who's terrible, out. Um, Josh Jackson, he's questionable. He's a cornerback. Uh, Lecky Fotu, one of the guys I talked about is one of the original three starters. He's questionable. Uh, Kyler Murray's on IR. DeAndre Hopkins out. Colt McCoy out. Marco Wilson, cornerback, out. Antonio Hamilton, out. Zach Allen, defensive end, opposite of J.J. Watt, out. I mean, it just keeps going on. And Buda Baker, out. I mean, it's just bad. Um, like, and none of your business. He says, man, I thought we were the most injured team in football, and we have been in the past. And there was a point in this year where we were. Not anymore. The Niners are probably a top 10 healthy team in the NFL currently with our current roster. We've done pretty well. And that's weird to say whenever you're down not one but two quarterbacks. But Niners are playing pretty healthy. And, and you're getting a lot, you're getting a lot of guys back, uh, which is really, really nice. Um it's it, it's a lot. And so the history of this matchup, the 49ers lead this series big time, 33 to 29. I say big time. We're only up four wins, but we've won um, a considerable amount early on. The Cardinals started to come back. They won 11 out of the last 15, but that tide has turned. It's just turned. Um, And I don't know. You look at the NFC West. The Seahawks have a chance to make the seven seed, but like there's no teeth, right? Like Rams, really? That they, they bought <laughs> their championship on credit. Payments are due, baby. And they are. I hope. I hope they keep Baker Mayfield. Oh, I hope they keep Baker Mayfield forever. Um, I'm just not worried about this team this year or in the future. They're they they need a complete reset. And I think you can build around Kyler. But I mean, you're trading first round picks for a 25-year-old wide receiver in Marquise Brown that's already almost retired. Like, they're just making terrible judgment calls. Um, it's bad. Grand Asin, what's up, man? He says, hoping we can score quick and early. Bosa can get the record early so we can get guys to rest the second half. That's exactly what it, I bet uh, pretty big on the Niners to score on their first possession, uh, which still has plus odds against this defense. Ooh, I'll, I'll dive more into that. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, now, the last matchup we played in Mexico City, uh, 49ers won 38-10. That was so fun. Oh, Mexico City was a blast, man. Um, Shot J says, I'm late, but it's never too late. Like, subscribe, Patreon. Show your enthusiasm. Look at this dude, man. Love Shot J. Good people. Him and his girl, great people. Now, we played against Colt McCoy last year. We, didn't, we played him twice. We didn't even get to see Kyler Murray. But, like... All the people we played against aren't playing anymore. The only one that is, is their slot receiver, backup slot receiver behind um, Rondell Moore, and that's Dorch. Greg Dorch, uh, which is a real name of a real person and a real human and a real son. Greg Dorch, a little bitty dude, but, man, he was fire against us. Quick, shifty, fast, nine catches, 103 yards. Um, steroid boy, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, called by Charvarius Ward had nine catches, 91 yards. He ain't playing now. Marquise Brown, 
again, the 25 year old wide receiver almost retired already once we didn't play against him. So we'll see what happens there. Um, we're going to have to see what goes there. Now I do have to give credit to the man, the best ever coach Cruz. He helps me with all this research does such a great job on these scouting reports. So just want to say thank you to him. Um, just awesome. Now, Let's do this. Let's dive in. Let's dive into the Cardinals defense first, uh, which I, I don't want to say it's bad. I'll say this. It's the worst in the NFL currently. Their stats, they've had some good games defensively. But as we go through these numbers, you will see like they have just been just diving, just dying uh as it goes oh what's up ryan appreciate the gift my friend love it man ryan Watkins, thank you so much oh look at that picture i'm in his picture oh that is incredible ryan that was a lot of fun hanging out man um that's that's some weird stuff seeing myself on there uh it's funny somebody sent me a picture today a video i you remember last week i was promoting the vegas tailgate at s bar where we threw our party well i took my boys there and they wouldn't let us in because my boys weren't 21. So a party I promoted, a lot of people are like, dude, I went to this party because of you. Like, you never came. And I was like, yeah, they wouldn't let us in. Somebody filmed from, like, across the casino, me and my boys not being let in. I don't know if they were trying to get, like, a TMZ thing going or whatever, but uh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I mean, we were calling. It wasn't the doorman's fault. But I was like, I was like, we kind of, like, promoted this whole party. Like, we can't come in and hang out, at least say hi. And they're like, no, man, you got to go. They were really rude. But uh, anyway, it's what it is. Ryan asked this, John, which one your best road trip this year? Which one was the best road trip this year? We did so many. Uh, let me let me open up the 49ers schedule because we did them all. Let's real quick. Bears was fun the day before party going to Wrigley. The party right there in Wrigleyville was awesome. The rain was terrible. That ain't it. Denver, Navarro Bowman hanging out, meeting him was so cool. We were at capacity. Our party was supposed to start at 2. We were at capacity at 115. Our party went and started. We were at capacity. That was cool. Game sucked. Um, Carolina was a good time. Falcons was cool, but we lost. Uh, Los Angeles was cool. Man, it's got to be Mexico City. Mexico City and Seattle. Those two, they were top-notch. We had a blast in Vegas for sure, but... Probably can't pick one of the ones where I get thrown out with my family. Uh, <laughs> that That's not going to qualify. But, yeah, Seattle was incredible. Over 250 people showed up to that one. That was awesome. And Mexico City um, was just unreal. We, we put so much time and effort into that and trying to create positive experience. We didn't make any money. In fact, we lost money in Mexico City. But for the 130 people that came with us on the buses and the tailgate and all that stuff, incredible experience. And wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, but yeah, so we we do have. Let's jump here. We do have our party coming up next week if the 49ers don't get the one seat. So <coughs> we're going to be partying in blue lot number one, which is going to be a blast. You can see Clayton in the background with the khaki hat. I believe it's called the candlestick um, over on residency. And if you want to buy your hat on residency, Clayton, can you throw that up there for Wayne Breezy? Use the promo code SFBREEZY um, to get $5 off. Now, I did get an email this morning. They're sold out of a lot of hats. Um, I still owe one more hat to a listener, but they're sold out. Um, 
the candlestick hat just came up, which is the khaki hat. Uh, it's khaki and red. You see Trent Williams wearing it all the time. Uh, that's there. But we're going to be throwing a tailgate if we're in the wild card round, whatever day it is, possible Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, which is going to be a blast. If we get the one seed, we will be reimbursing everybody that's on that side. Uh, so like anybody that's already bought their tickets, uh, we're, we're going to do that. Uh, we'll reimburse everybody. No questions asked. No worries. Don't worry about that. So anyway, that's there. Um, I do have to kind of tell everybody beforehand, I cannot do a divisional round party no matter where it is. That's my weekly trip with my coaching buddies. We're 11 years in a row. We've gone out that same week uh, to go skiing somewhere. We're going to Steamboat Springs this year. Never been there. Uh, should be a good time. So, all right. Back to it. Let's get to this defense of the Cardinals. Ugh. It's not good. Remember, all these ranks are out of 32 teams. 30th in red zone percentage. 30th. Uh, 26 in rush touchdowns allowed. Now, they have forced turnovers. They forced 20 turnovers in 16 games. And if you just look at the last four weeks, they're getting a lot of turnovers. They forced six turnovers the last four games. So defensively, they are turning the ball over. They're just giving up too many points. Um, if you look at... Through the 16-game season, offense-defense combined to the Cardinals, they're negative one in the turnover ratio. So even though they're turning the ball over like crazy, in those same four games, they've given up eight turnovers offensively. So they're just not a good team. 27th in pass yards, 21st in total yards, 18th in yards per pass, which would be good, but you're missing five defensive backs this week. Not good. Um, 27th in third downs. 22nd in rush yards per rush with 4.5. Not good. They have allowed, I thought this was crazy, 100 yards rushing or more in five out of six games. Five out of six games. To put that into perspective, last week, the 49ers allowed a, over 100 yards rushing for their first time. You got to go back to October. It's just, again, I want to keep saying this. These two teams are just going opposite directions. In every facet, 24th defensive DVOA, 28th in first downs, 30th in opposing opponent's uh, starting field position. Teams start at the 30 against them. You do that against the Niners, you don't – the 49ers offense is just killing it. Look at the Raiders game. What was the only time they didn't score points, really? When they started at the one-yard line, and you had those back-to-back -back penalties from Trent Williams – and then when you had the interception, that was pretty much it. They scored almost the rest of the time whenever they wanted to, almost at will. So if you're going to let the 49ers offense and Brock Purdy, the machine that is Brock Purdy, start at the 30-yard line, whew, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, 29th in opponents' points per drive. I really do think that this is the worst defense in the NFL currently because of the injuries, because of the injuries. Now. Let's find positives, which was difficult. What can this Cardinals defense be good at, or what is their strength? It's very, very simple. J.J. Watt. He hasn't even been playing great, but it's his last game of his career. And shout out to J.J. Watt's PR machine. They, they are good. Uh, maybe when J.J. retires, I can hire one of them because they know how to always make the conversation about him. They have killed it his entire career, and rightfully so. Dude's a first ballot Hall of Famer, um, one of the best defensive linemen. Football season may be over, 
But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Of all time, good dude, all at all. Um, I get it. Now, if you look at last year, a lot of the Mike McGlinchey hate started against the Cardinals. You remember that game where Colt McCoy gave everybody PTSD and they just whipped our rear end? It wasn't just Colt McCoy. It was him. J.J. Watt on the other side destroyed Mike McGlinchey. That started the whole anti-McGlinchey campaign, uh, which sadly I was probably a part of because I kept putting clips out there of him just getting destroyed. But this is kind of one of those, how do I say this, redemption games? McGlinchey's coming off the best month of his entire career in football. And he has played his best against the best. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, I didn't have a smooth transition there, Clayton. I, I went to video last time I was going to cough. I missed it that time. Um, anyway, sorry about that, guys. Uh, the, the house is fighting through a bug. Thankfully, thankfully, I don't have a road trip this week. So I'm going to recover. I want to be good to go. We're going to be all right. But if you remember, like, look who McGlinchey is like been awesome against this past week. You had the Washington Commanders, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, awesome. Last week, Max Crosby, his worst game of his career, Max Crosby. Now you got to do it against J.J. It would be so cool if you could send him out like J.J. Watt with like a just a dud. Oh, that would be so awesome. I, I would love that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. So, uh, Tisha, what's up? She says, do you think the 49ers play Jordan Mason? Yes, I do. Now, the question is, I think all running backs are playing. And the, the funny thing, you know, the betting community has no clue what to do. If you look at all the games across the NFL slate, the 49ers has about 50 less props than every other game this week. Why? Nobody knows what the hell the 49ers are going to do. What do you do with Debo? Is he playing full slate or not? What do you do with Elijah Mitchell? Full slate or not? What do you do with Christian McCaffrey? Full slate or not? Are you putting the backups in? Like, there's no clue what to do with the betting world. We're talking about Las Vegas because it's just, they're just staying away from it. Do they just play first half? Is it a close game? They play the whole game. There's like no props out there. Um, and the ones that you can find have terrible payouts. And so you might be able to find a good prop, but it's not even worth your time because you're betting 10 and getting back four bucks. Like it's just not worth it. Right. Um, my personal thing, and I put this in my, my uh, predictions. I want every running back to get eight carries every running back. I want CMC to get eight. I want Elijah Mitchell to get eight. I want Jordan Mason to get eight and I want TDP to get eight. 
8, 16, 24, 32. 32 carries, I'd be happy, happy, happy. Um, I do not want to carry for Debo unless it's on an end around. But, uh, yeah, so I do think Jordan Mason plays. And I had, you know, shout out. One of my buddies texted me and was like, hey, man, I'm going to put, you know, a lot of money on Jordan Mason over 60 yards this week. And I was like, ooh, ooh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just have no clue. And, you know, somebody who's kind of made a lot of money being able to predict the madness that is Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what to do there. So I, I'm doing this number right here. Just shoulder shrug. I don't boast a shrug. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Now, back to the strengths of this Cardinals defense. There's a lot of youth, a lot of high draft picks on that side of the ball. A lot aren't playing, but they got some speed. They've got some size. But it's hard to just go out there and say, like, the offense should just dominate, which the offense has done for five out of six weeks in a row, right? Uh, you scored 40 points four out of five weeks since Brock Purdy's played in a game. The only time he didn't was a short week, and that was at Seattle. Um, so I, I don't see anything stopping the 49ers offensive machine. And, you know, listen to Brandon Ayuk. Like, I, I thought this was one of the my favorite clips uh, from the press conference last week. Like, that's cool. You want to stop Ayuk? All right, then let us know. I think yesterday we were talking, we were in the back of the room talking. We're just going through our openers, and one of our plays was getting it to George or McCaffrey was the first read. We wanted to get him on a kind of like a choice route. Um, and you just hear Kyle say, all right, Brock, come, we coming out here. We're looking at McCaffrey. He's going to, he's running a choice route. If McCaffrey's not there, come to the other side. And George is running the same thing on the other side. Kittle's running the same thing on the other side. And I just looked at Hank and Debo and I said, hey, nobody, gonna, like, it's really on us. Like, nobody's going to be able to stop us. Like, it's really on us. Um, we got too many dudes. We got, I, don't, I feel bad for anybody who got a good, who got a game plan against us, but at the end of the day, we still got to do what we got to do, um, take care of our business, and we just fine. And he said that, what's important, he said that without Debo and without Elijah Mitchell, you're getting those dudes back. And, and you know, we go through each week, and we break apart these teams, and we scout these teams, and again, this is the same process that I would go through whenever I was coaching. We would do these these scouting reports on the opposing teams, and you would do weaknesses, strengths, watch out for matchups, blah, blah, tendencies, whatever, right? But at the end of the day, there's got to be a point where you're the 49ers, and you just say, hey, come get some. Like, pick your poison. You want to stop CMC? Kittle's going to have a monster game, Right? Want to stop Kittle? We'll check it down all day because they're taking advantage of the middle of the field. All right, cool. You want to put your best guy on Ayuk? Uh, no problem. We got Juwan Jennings or Debo contested catches. They can do that all day if it's one on one. All right, you guys want to load the box? Cool. Uh, we could do boot passes, naked boots now with Brock Purdy because he's so quick. Power run game? Cool. Here comes Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason, TDP. The 49ers just got to do their thing. It's not about them as much as this episode is because we are doing our due diligence, and the 49ers are doing this too. But, man, whenever you look at the weaknesses, the secondary is so bad. Again, I talked about it. Their starting outside corners are Jace Whitaker and Christian Matthew. Not good. Their linebacking core is awful. They're, they're all out. They're all injured. Ben Neiman? It's an undrafted free agent out of Iowa in 2018. Played with George Kittle. 
um, Turner. It's just not good. Now, their tendencies, man, last week, the Cardinals against uh, a rookie quarterback, right, Desmond Ritter, they blitzed them 19 times. They lost that game. It was close, but they lost. Against Tom Brady, they blitzed nine times. Against Russell Wilson, 16 times. Go back to the Mexico City game when Jimmy Garoppolo is quarterback, they blitzed seven times. What are they going to do to Brock Purdy? I think they're going to blitz a lot. Uh, If we see teams. Oh, what's up? We got royalty in the house. Shout out Ant, 49ers cutback. My favorite. It's up there, man. Probably my most listened to 49er podcast, uh, 49ers cutback. And if you haven't checked that out, I try to listen to a lot of them, but I have to listen to theirs. It just It's great work. So if you haven't checked out their YouTube, you know, Spotify, wherever you're listening, type in 49ers cutback. Uh, see what they got going on. They do great work. Um, it's good dude. And he helps us out with our Patreon too. So uh, big time there. I'm telling you guys, it's just this team is good. Talking about the 49ers, and you're going up against a team that is really, really bad. It's just not good. And, you know, listen to Kyle Shan. This is from a clip several weeks ago, but now let's transition to the offense of the Cardinals. And I want to bracket it with this. Listen to Shanahan. I thought the defense was unbelievable. Um, you know, they didn't give up a touchdown until that last, um, that last drive had some breakdowns on that drive. I think the only thing that really hurt us were some penalties uh, on both sides, offense and defense. Um, you know, the, you know, we had a 28 to three at one time, got that taken back on the personal foul. Uh, we had three drives where we were in field goal range. We had a bad penalty that got us out of there on three of those drives. Um, so it's, uh, our defense was unbelievable. They did it to me throughout the whole game and had one lapse there, two plays on that final drive, but they've been unbelievable all year and um, are continuing it. Again, just talking, that was the last time they played, right? Just how badass this defense has been all year. Last year, it happens. The NFL happens. You know, Nick Bosa said, you know, the NFL is going to humble you. It's just what it is. It's what happens. And so let, let's go through it. Let, let's let's break down this Arizona Cardinals offense. Oh, what's up, my man, Jack? What's up, Jack? Appreciate the gift of the super chat. This is awesome. Uh, John, you have been here providing reasonable reality-based content all year. Appreciate what you do. Another season done well. Man, thank you. That is awesome. Um, that is, We don't tell people that, that it's reasonable, because if you put that in your thing, people won't click on it. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully you, you come – because you know we we if I say something, it's because we've researched it. I mean, the amount of pages—I don't even know how many pages are on this thing. Uh, we're at twelve pages. There's this is—I have a twelve-page script. There's no way in hell I'm going to get through it all. I never do. But we got twelve pages of notes. Shout out to Coach Cruz. Uh, but thank you not only for the gift, uh, but for the conversations we've had, um, in person and on social media. Man, appreciate what you do. The positivity you bring. Oh, what's up, Samra? Appreciate the gift, my friend. He says, Bosa for three sacks tomorrow? It is quite possible. And again, as we go through these numbers, I hope that you can see why Bosa could have two to three sacks every game. Like, he's that good. He almost got two sacks last week. Um, But Stidham, you know, just kept his knees up, got a throwaway on one. Yeah, Stidham played well. He played really well. But let's go through the Cardinals offense because I think it will provide – um, context for why Bosa 
cannot. Uh, Bosa's one defensive player of the year. That's done. D-U-N. Done. That's over. They pulled down the betting odds on defensive player of the year. Almost everywhere because it's just Bosa. Like, it's, it's sewed up. It's over. But that's not what Bosa wants, right? What does Bosa want? Bosa wants Alden's record. And I think that's what's important. And here, listen to Bosa himself. Uh, maybe it's not the main thing on my mind, but um, I'm kind of eyeing the 19 and a half more than that. Alden. 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 Go get that record, baby. Now, listen to what he's got to go up against. Again, only three starters. Now, the only strength, if there is a strength, of this Cardinals offense, this the, the bones that are left, their tackles are good. Tackles are good. Josh Jones, left tackle, 76.2 grade. He's 15th out of 80 tackles. Um, and then Beecham, uh, 35th out of 80. He's average, right? So, like, it's not like he's going up against inexperienced tackles or unathletic tackles or, like, and again, it's not a strength. I'm just saying that's it's average. It's average. Um, it's it's not like it's just a glaring weakness of this team. So ranks out of 32. 20th in interceptions thrown. 22nd in touchdown passes. 27th in third down percentage. That's glaring. 12th in red zone percentage. But they haven't been since Kyler Murray's been out. That's kind of Kyler Murray's thing is he's really good in the red zone. Not since Colt McCoy and not since Blau. Um, came in uh, 21st in total yards, 18th passing yards, 32nd, dead last in yards per pass attempt. Dead last. That ain't good. That's really bad. Fourth in passing attempts. They throw the ball too much. First in number of plays per drive, which was interesting. Um, 20th in rush yards, 30th in offensive DVOA. That measures you a per snap basis over what is to be expected or over average. They're 30th. They're bottom three. They have scored over 20 points once in seven weeks. Annette, Cliff Kingsbury, bad coach. Bad coach. Uh, They scored over 30 points once all year. One time. Brock Purdy's done it four out of five weeks. Four out of five weeks. Brock Purdy has scored 30 or more points four times as much as the Cardinals have all year. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it gets in there. So, their tackles are decent. Their wide receivers are still good. Marquise Brown's very good. Um, Dorch torched us in Mexico City. A.J. Green, he's serviceable. He's big. He's fast. Uh, not very reliable. Does have a lot of drafts. But, like, not a bad wide receiver core, all in all. And, again, eight starters are out of their lineup. They only got three guys. Weaknesses? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Interior offensive line is bad. Really, really bad. Billy Price at center. He played at Ohio State with Bosa. You got Garcia, Max Garcia, uh, their left guard, and Will Hernandez, who's probably their best interior lineman. He's more of a mauler run blocker. But, yeah, it's it's rough. Um, it's rough. Tight end play. Zach Ertz is hurt. I like Trey McBride. You know, very promising young rookie. But, again, rookies at the tight end position is rough. And then David Blau. Let's do it. Let's let's. I did a deep dive into David Blau, and I'm not better for it. <laughs> What's the Shawshank like thing? Crawled through four tunnels of filth, uh, unlikes I could ever mention. Came out clean on the other side. Well, I'm dirty. 
because going through David Blau's pass was not fun. Um, but we said the same thing about Stidham last week. Can another nobody, I don't want to say nobody, it's incredible what he's accomplished, and he seemed like a good dude. Uh, but, all right, he's played in eight games uh, in his career. He's 0-6 as a starter. Five touchdowns, seven interceptions. You look at his physical build, six foot two hundred, undrafted free agent from Purdue in 2019. He's given up 18 sacks in his eight games played. That is the that is the one we got to pay attention to, right? 18 times sacked in eight games. That's over two sacks per start. Tommy says, "I just want to sack the quarterback." Bosa will have chances, but he's got to take advantage of it early. Otherwise, you're going to get pulled. That's just what it's going to be. Um, now, Jared Stidham, how did he beat the 49ers? Well, he was running. He ran, right? Um, 12 rushes for 62 yards, two first downs rush in his career. He ran a 4.91, 40-yard dash. Stidham ran a 4.8, so a little bit slower, a little bit smaller. Uh, I like this comment from Lotha Truther. He says, um, my pops is a Cardinals fan, and he keeps telling me, that the Niners are going to win the chip because our defense is similar to the 2000 Ravens. He's not wrong. Now, the ball's got to go your way. That's important. You got to get some breaks. Used to, in playoffs, you just the ball's got to bounce your way a few times. It's just what it is. Because it's so many good teams against good teams. You just got to have things go your way sometimes. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, now, last week. David Blau played pretty well against the Falcons. He went 24-40. They throw the ball too much. Kingsbury, it was a close game, man. It was a close game. The score was 19-20. to They lost by one point. Why are you throwing the ball 40 times to David Blau? That's stupid. He, he rushed two times uh, for seven yards, and all success was short passing. Went 0-3 on uh, deep balls. Just not smart. It's just not smart the way you handle things. You, you can't just throw the ball with – Kingsbury's just bad. Now, before we get to connections and bets and predictions, we are going to be hanging out live right here during the game. We're doing a watch party. This is not behind the Patreon firewall. This is going to be right here on YouTube. Join us. We're going 15 minutes uh, early, so at 1.10 p.m. PST, uh, Pacific time. Join us right here on this YouTube channel. We're going to be having a blast. We're going to have guests. We're going to be watching the game together. We're going to be hanging out. We've got trivia. We've got prizes. I have a whole stack of jerseys we're giving away. Autographed jerseys. Uh, going to be a blast. Going to be a really good time. So it's our first one doing this. And the whole idea was let's bring the community together that can't make it to our road trips and see how that goes. So that's the plan. So that feed's already up on our channel. So you can click it. Um, hit the alert button so you can remember. So turn your TV on the game, mute it, then turn us on, and let's have a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Let's get to these interesting connections uh, between these two teams. USC, a lot of USC connections. Keontae Ingram, Hufunga, Drake Jackson, they were together at USC. Now, Keontae Ingram transferred from Texas, Hook'em Horns, where he was uh, teammates with Omenihu and Ridgeway. So you've got lots of connections with Keontae Ingram. Trey Hall, my man. I love that picture. Uh, thank you for the gift as well. He says, do you think Bosa gets three? I don't. I think he gets two. 
I think Bosa ties the record at 19 and a half, which I'm cool with because that still gives him that extra juice for the future to have a huge goal to get to, right? So I've got Bosa getting two sacks. I would love for him to get three. I would love for him to get five and break the all-time record, which is 22 and a half. Just don't see it happening. Um, but yeah, that's there. Um, Arizona, DFF, and Jace Whitaker. I think this is the first ever Arizona connection we've ever had. They're not a football powerhouse by any stretch, um, but that's okay. Kevin Givens, Trace McSorley, neither playing in this game at Penn State. Uh, Gruger Hill and Jimmy G played at Eastern Illinois. Might be our first ever Eastern Illinois connection. Jonathan Ledbetter, Jason Wims, Charlie Warner, Georgia. Uh, talked about this one, Bosa and Billy Price at Ohio State. You have Badara Treor in TDP at LSU. Cameron Thomas, Taylor Hawkins at San Diego State. And then we've got the Iowa connection. George Kittle, Josh Jackson, Ben Neiman, and Utah. Money Mitch, baby. There's been a lot of Utah players this year. And Lakey Fotu, the defensive tackle. Now, bets of the week, I got crazy. I didn't like betting this week. This is my least amount I have bet all year. Now, if you have bet with us, and I post them all over on Patreon, we make money. We made a lot of money this year. We've made a lot of money every year we've ever bet, which is really, really nice, and we're lucky, and I hope it continues. But main reason why is I don't chase the the home runs. I don't do that. I, Tony Gwynn better, small, winnable chunks, and just week after week stacking wins. I'm doing a four-team teaser. <clears throat> now, if you don't know what a teaser is, we're doing a four-team, 13-point teaser. So it's not like a parlay. You get 13 points on every single point spread, but all four of these things have to happen. I'm taking the Bills plus six versus the Pats, Giants plus 27 versus the Eagles, Bengals plus three and a half versus Ravens, Vikings plus five versus Bears. I didn't put the Niners in there. I didn't put the Niners in there. I just don't. It would have been an even bet. You know, Niners just have to win, but I'm just staying away from it. I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't like the way this feels. I think the 40 hours are going to win, but I didn't put my money on it. Um, so anyway, that's, that's our big teaser that we got. And again, like, yeah, don't put your money out there just to put your money there. We've made a lot of money this year. A lot. No sense of giving it back. I'll bet big in the playoffs, but when you don't have a good feeling about it, if you do, you put your money wherever you want. But I'm not giving my money back just to bet. I'm just not going to. So, predictions of the game. Can't let one player beat you. There is one player in this game that could beat the 49ers. We saw it last year. It's J.J. Watt. Storybook ending, last game of his career. Don't let him be a fairy tale princess. J.J. Watt is not a fairy tale princess. He can have a good game. But man, you keep him quiet early, you're going to be all right. And just Shanahan, stay chill, man. You know what I mean? Uh, you do not have to get touchdowns to win this game. Like I said, they passed 20 points once in 7 weeks. Field goals are fine. I know everybody wants touchdowns. You get to 20 points this game's over. That's just the facts of the case. It's just what it is. Field goals are fine. Get to 22 points. You're good. Ayuk. Oh, everybody's bringing up Bosa, and I love that. Bosa's incredible. Ayuk, he is 44 yards away from his first 1,000-yard season. Playing against the worst corners ever. Dude, target Ayuk early and often. Please get this guy 44 yards. I really, really hope he does. Um, 
Running backs, as I said, I can't predict. So that's why I'm saying eight carries per running back. Eight for CFC, eight for Elijah Mitchell, eight for TDP, eight for Jordan Mason. That's what I want. Get your 32 carries. And yeah, Nick Bosa already won Defensive Player of the Year. I got him getting two sacks and tying Alden Smith for the franchise record at 19 and a half. Grand Ace, and he says, BA's getting that 1,000. Man, I hope so. And if it gets to the point where it's close, I'm sure they practice it this week where you do like the the running Ayuk jet sweep, but you don't hand it. You do the toss, right? Because if the ball goes forward, that's a pass. That's what I want it to be. So like if he gets like 33 yards and he's like 10 yards short, man, have him run this way, toss it. Just get him a pass, whatever you got to do. Um, Metal Monk, if the Niners lose to a Cliff Kingsbury coach team, they are not who we thought they are. Well, I don't know, man. You won nine in a row. I think I think we know who this team is. I would not be so quick to like throw out the nine game win streak for like a weird fluky win. And again, let's play devil's advocate. There is no scouting report on David Blau. There's none. It doesn't exist. Just like there wasn't for Stidham. Look how that turned out. You know, you 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 look at the games that the 49ers have played against some of the better teams in the NFL, right? The Miami Dolphins offense, they destroyed it. They had that one big play that shut it down, and they have sucked since. But Miami can still get in the playoffs. You look at the Chargers, held them to 16. You look at the Bucks and Tom Brady, held them 7. Now, I know they're a shadow of themselves, but I don't know. Don't be so quick to throw out nine games for one game. It's a weird game. It's a weird game. This is a weird one. Um, Niners, uh, Eno says, who's our number two cornerback right now? Oh, it's Demo, 100%. And <coughs> sorry about that, but if you go back and watch our Patreon breakdown, yeah, did Demo like get burnt and have some highlight reels against him? Sure. Guess what? Demo has allowed zero touchdowns all year. Did he give up some big plays? Sure, he did. Go watch him and run. Dude was a baller. Go watch him one-on-one on a deep fade against Devontae Adams, covered him perfectly and knocked the ball away. Like, people aren't – I don't know where that's coming from because, yeah, were there plays made against Demo? For sure. Dude has not allowed one touchdown all year. Zero. Zero. Now, if you're going to give a quarterback four to five seconds to throw the ball all the time and you're guarding Devontae Adams, bad things are going to happen. Uh, I think Darren Waller kind of beat him worse than Devontae Adams did. Uh, but no, I, I'm fine with Demo. I have no problem. And if you don't like Demo, who do you want out there? You want Samuel Womack out there? Go back two weeks ago against that Commanders and watch that. When Charvarius Ward went out and everybody was saying, where's Womack, where's Womack? Womack went in and got toasted way worse. Yeah, I don't know. I like Demo, especially what he brings in the run game. But yeah, he's he hasn't played his best games this past three weeks. He needs to step up. No doubt about that. I'm with you. So, even if these two teams were healthy on both sides of the ball, which they're not, 49ers are getting there. Cardinals, as I said, probably the most injured team in the NFL. Even if they were fully healthy, I'm big on the Niners in this matchup. They're just better rosters. They're better coached. But both teams are their third-string quarterback, and that's the difference. David Blau is not Nick Mullins. Oh, oh, Freudian slip. Look at that one. I've been arguing with people about Nick Mullins, um, and I apologize to Brock Purdy and his family. That was not nice. Uh, it, it, that was a bad one. That was a bad one. I'm pretty big Brock Purdy fan. Um, I had the 49ers winning this one with ease. 
I got 21 to six at the half. Coaches go into the locker room. They check the score of the Eagles game, start to pull the starters in the third. I've got a 28 to 13 win for the 49ers. Um, and again, we are going to be live during the game. So watch it with us, have a blast with us. And once we finish our post game show, then we got our Jerry Rice tier Zoom meeting where we hear from you. God, this was fun. I love it, man. Really do appreciate you guys. Hopefully you had a good time. Thank you, Clayton, the man behind the scenes. Always crushing it. And until next time, that's going to do it for us today. Niners going to get this W, and you guys know what you got to do. Stay strong, faithful. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.